Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Grand Paul Lawrence Van. Grand day to Vann. you and happy new year. It's now 2023 and I want to welcome you to this new year as a part of Wealth Academy podcast. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van, and today I just want to share a few things with you. It is the first day of January, January the 1st, 2023, and just want to check in with you as this new year gets underway. And of course, you know my background and specialty is finances. And what I'm going to talk about today is this, What do you have in store for your finances in 2023? And the reason why I ask this question is because some people really don't think about it. And I want you to really be focused on what not only you're going to do with your mind, your body and your spirit, but also I want to include in this your finances because it plays an integral part of your life and your lifestyle. And so when we look back, on the year 2022, it was an amazing year. It gave us a lot. It took a little bit and we gave back to it. I think it was a great exchange for us all. And we can take the lessons that we learned from the year 2022 and we can use that and move forward in 2023. And I want to put emphasis on in terms of what you have in store for your finances. And the reason why I say this is because There's none of us that can really make it in the world as we know it today without having a solid and firm financial footing. And irregardless of what the economy does, it's really up to us in terms of what we want to do and the direction and the path we have for our money. For example, I know that uh, tax season is coming for everyone in the U.S., Um, starting in January when you start receiving some receipts, uh, perhaps if you have a mortgage from your mortgage lender or you have some deductions that you made or contributions that you made, that that's also a part of it. And then we want to make an assessment of exactly where did our money go? And I think the tax season is that perfect time to do so. So in the U.S., they have until April the 15th to file their taxes or file for an extension. And as a result of this, this is a great time to really assess where you are, go through, see how much money that you earn, look at what you pay for medical costs. If you have a vehicle, if you have a vehicle expenses, you have a a car payment and you want to look at the upkeep of that vehicle. Uh, You want to also look at insurance and all manner of things, student uh, debt or student loans uh, for your children or for yourself. And so there are a lot of different areas whereby we need to really make a great assessment of where we are today and allow it to be the foundation for the rest of the year. So basically we have the first quarter or the first three months of the year, and then we look at the months four, five, and six, and that'll get us halfway through the year in the June timeframe. 
And then we pick up the other additional three months uh, there. We have July, August, September, then October, November, December. And so it lets us know that what we did last year in 2022, uh, we can make some adjustments in 2023 and perhaps save more money, pay off more debts, pay off student loans. And if you have a car payment, if you're within that ability to finish paying that off, to also do that as well. And if you have a house, a mortgage, uh, right now may not be a great time to refinance, but there are different ways you can uh, put a disposition for your property. And some of them you can make a Airbnb out of it, or you can rent that property out and you can outright sell it. It's still a pretty good market for people purchasing homes. And so it's something you want to consider. So let's go back just a little bit to uh, what we are looking at from a tax perspective. Uh, whether you are married and file jointly or you're married and you file, and you file separate, uh, that's up to you. And if you have children, then uh, who deducts the amount for child tax credits, for example? And you also want to look at if you're an entrepreneur, how do you work out your financial numbers for that? Whether if you use a vehicle in, in the uh, operation and processing of your business, what type of mileage and the mileage deductions that are available right now, what it's the weight of that vehicle. I believe if it's 6,500 pounds, then if you purchase a new vehicle, then you can write that entire amount off or you can choose to write it off with each successive year. So there are a lot of different ways in terms of looking at your finance. So let's go back to the personal finance side, because to me, uh, that's very important. So from a personal standpoint, financial standpoint, you want to look at, again, how much money did you earn? How much did you save? Uh, what are your bills like? Uh, do you have so many bills that you really can't pay them? And if so, are you going to take the avalanche approach where you pay off the largest bill first? Or are you going to go to snowball approach? You pay the lowest bill. And then once you pay that off, you put the card away and then you go to the next highest, uh, lowest bill that you have. And uh, then you just pay them all off with the goal. And what I want for you, just like I have for myself, is to become debt free. Now, we all won't become debt free because we know that the economy is, is kind of a slippery slope, if you will, meaning that uh, when we look at the job market and then we also look at who's hiring and then we look at the wages associated with each of those, we have to take all of that into account. You know, many people are struggling with having a roof over their head. So we know that rents have exponentially increased, even more so than uh, a mortgage payment where some people are requested to pay five, six, a thousand dollars more than they may have paid a couple of months ago before the economy really got, got hot and there was a shortage of, of rental properties and a shortage of homes being built. And it's caused a backlog for a lot of people. So some people are becoming homeless or they're looking in the local community for opportunities that may exist for them to uh, live in a, a space. And if they have children, the impact that it has on their school. And we also know that a lot of people are having some challenges with uh, eating with nutrition. And so we have to put people in those positions whereby they are not going homeless or the child's not going to school and doesn't have any food to eat. So we have to look at what's in the local community at social services and uh, nonprofits in the community that will help 
uh, provide uh, meals and sustenance for families and churches, uh, perhaps give away uh, food to families as well as nonprofits. So we have to look at every alternative there is. You know why? Because we need to know how they impact your finances. So again, and the topic is what's in store for your finances in 2023. And if you are an entrepreneur, we're going to transition over there right now. Uh, will you be able to still get enough clients to help you sustain your business? Uh, what are you going to do uh, if you have a, a turndown of the number of clients because people are going to have to take their money instead of investing in, in themselves by a course? Uh, they may have to invest that in their abode where they live and are their food. And then they have the transportation to be concerned with. I know here in Washington, D.C., near where I live at, that they're going to start offering, the, the, the city is going to offer free busing for residents of Washington, D.C., which I think is a great idea. And so people will be able to ride the bus, and then they're trying to get the ridership for the metro uh, to be at a higher level because people are just not going back. They're working more remote. So there are fewer people who uh, really uh, request those services or need those services. And so remote working has really uh, shifted the dynamic. And let's get back to money yet again. And, uh, you know, if you happen to be a young couple and been married a few years and you have children, well, we can't forget the 529 programs that each state offers or most states offer where you can save money for your children to attend college. I think this is a really, really a great aspect as well when you consider uh, your children having that ability to go to college without, mind you, student loan debt. I know my daughter came to me. She's a freshman in college. She said, Dad, I do not want any student loans. And guess what? She doesn't have any. That means my money is gone. <laughs> not really. It's a good investment. And uh, she's able to get scholarships and grants and then some money from her, her dad and and um, then some uh, scholarships from some really wonderful organizations. So uh, that's something to consider as well. So let's get back to what's in store for your finances. I want you to ask yourself this question. Am I really on top of my money? Do I know where my money is going? And we know uh, that there are a lot of ways when people have subscriptions to, to certain things, like they may have a subscription to cable vision or to a magazine, an online magazine or to a book club. There are many, many subscriptions, even for clothing. And you have to look at that and see, well, is it really still worth it? If you can pull some of that money back off of these subscriptions and put them in something that's gonna actually build or increase. It could be that you're putting more money in the bank. Could be that you uh, may wanna invest in stock. It could be that you wanna get you a life insurance policy, a whole life insurance policy. Or, or something of that nature to help you for the long run. Um, and, and so we want to be able to do that. We know what recently happened with cryptocurrency with FTX and the founder that he's currently uh, in the process going to be indicted and for what may be the largest pyramid scheme that's ever hit the uh, 50 states uh, here in the United States. So it's something that I never really uh, advertise to people or conversed about other than to tell people, if you put your money into cryptocurrency, you may not get it back because there's no safety net for people. For example, if you put money into a bank account, it would be insured up to $250,000. 
by the FDIC, which is the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. But when you look at cryptocurrency being a virtual wallet, it does not have any oversight uh, being performed on it. You're going to have problems. And right now, a lot of people are having problems. Some of the professional athletes who are actually out there marketing and promoting uh, the, this uh, FTX, a lot of them have lost millions of dollars. In fact, some of the athletes' salary was tied to cryptocurrency. And right now, it's being frozen until this investigation is over for the FTX founder. And so you want to be very cautious on that. Even when you invest in stock, of course, it's not guaranteed by the, by the FDIC. If you put that money in there and you lose it, you, you have to be able to take that loss and, and move forward if that's what you choose to do. So you want to be really careful in terms of what you have in store for your finances in 2023. We do not know what's going to happen uh, in late 2019 and early I'd say March of 2020, that's when COVID-19 hit the 50 states of the United States and everything just changed. And as a result of that, we have to really be on our P's and Q's, if you will, really paying attention to what's taking place. And we also know that in China, there's also been an, an elevation of the number or increase in the number of people who have COVID now. And we don't know if that's going to impact us again. So we have to be very careful. And we know that climate change is just devastating. There are areas of the country and other countries around the world that are being flooded, which is very unusual. You have a lot of snow in California. You had another earthquake in California today, and they had one two weeks ago. So we just don't know what happened. So it's very important to really pay attention to what's going on around you. And so I'm going to finish off by saying this. This is the first day of January of 2023. And I want you to be very successful in the first quarter, second quarter, third and fourth quarter of 2023 and know where your money is going. And if you have any questions, contact me toll free at 800-341-6719 or hit me up on the uh, email info, I-N-F-O at Paul, P-A-U-L, Van, V-A-N-N, speaks, S-P-E-A-K-S dot com. I look forward to seeing you on the very next episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. Again, we have, we're working with 365 days this year. Thanks for listening Happy to New Wealth year. Academy Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. To get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching, in addition to resources associated with this podcast, email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.